Hello students, welcome to Science Matters, where we introduce you to everyday science concepts and make science fun. I'm your teacher, Mrs. Roxanne McCoy-Chambers, and welcome to this another CSEC chemistry class. Today we are looking at the periodic table, and we want to identify the trends that exist in groups 2 and 7 and period 3. So get your textbook, your periodic table, and we are ready to go. You have a minute. Now the periodic table is said to be a classification of all elements. And we said that elements in the periodic table show periodicity. In other words, they show trends and patterns. Let's look at group two. The elements in group two are called alkaline, earth metal and because they are so reactive we said that they are never found free in nature now let's write down some properties of the elements in group two elements in group two are soft metals they are silvery white when freshly cut but soon they turn dull very quickly because of how reactive they are with air they have a valency of two, meaning they have only two electrons on their last shell. They really lose the valence electrons to form metal cations with a charge of plus two. So for example, magnesium will lose two electrons to form Mg2 plus and barium will lose two electrons to form Ba2 plus. Now, group two elements, they will react with oxygen to form basic metal oxides. And they react with water to form metal hydroxides and hydrogen gas. And they react with dilute hydrochloric acid to form metal chlorides and hydrogen gas. Let's look at some of the trends that exist in group two metals. Now, I want for you to list the elements that are found in group two. And we'll just list the first five elements that are found in group two. So we have beryllium, very good. And what's the electronic configuration of beryllium? Two, two, nice. Now let me hear magnesium. What's the electronic configuration of magnesium? Two, eight, two, nice. What's the electronic configuration of calcium? Two, eight, eight, two, very good. What's the electronic configuration of strontium? 2, 8, 18, 8, 2. What's the electronic configuration of barium? 2, 8, 18, 18, 8, 2. Okay, very good. Now, can you tell me, what do you notice about all of these elements that we just listed? The, the first five elements that we just listed. What do you notice about them? Anyone can say? They all have a valency of two. Very good. So they have two electrons on their last shell. And we say that they react. When they engage in bonding, they lose these valence electrons to form positively charged ions called cations. Now, when they lose these electrons, 
we say they ionize. And we're coming back to that term. And we say that an element ionizes because this is how the element gets its octate or acquires a full shell. Right? And we're going to look at the trend for ionization. Now, the group two elements, as we said before, are called alkaline earth metals. And we have noticed in terms of their physical properties, their atomic radii increases as you go down the group. And this is important because when we talk about the atomic radii, we're talking about the size of the atom. And we're saying that as they go down the group, the size of their atomic radii increases. Now, why is this so? What you notice is that as the number of shells containing electron increases from magnesium to barium, the radius of the atom increases because the shielding of the valence electrons by the electrons in the fill inner shell contributes to increasing atomic radius down the group. So if you notice, when you look at the electronic configuration, you saw that each element going down had one more shell than the element prior to it or before it. And so the more shell you have, the more inner shell you have, the greater the shielding of the valence electrons. And as the valence electrons are further away from the nuclei, this now contributes to the increasing atomic radii down the group. Now, when you look at ionization, you remember last class we said that ionization is the process by which an atom becomes an ions or form an ions. Now, metal atoms, we said, ionize by losing their valence electrons to form cations. So the ionization energy reflects the ease of the ionization of metals, right? And when we look at the ionization energy in group two, we notice that the ionization energy decreases because magnesium has an ionization of 747. Calcium has an ionization energy of 596 and strontium 558 and barium 512. What do you notice is happening here? That the ionization energy is doing what? It's decreasing. So the fact that the ionization energy is decreasing suggests that ionization is becoming easier because it takes less energy. Now, the lower the ionization energy value, the more readily the metal ionizes. So larger metal atoms lose their valence electrons more easily than the smaller ones. And this is because the valence electrons are further from the nucleus. You know, students, think about, I, I don't know how many of you watch Animal Planet, but I like to watch it. And when you watch Animal Planet and there's a herd that's, that's moving and the lions want to attack the herd, they don't go into the center of the herd. They look out towards the end 
to see if there are any animals that are straying or any young animal left behind or any animal that's that's injured because those are the easier prey right because they're further away from the inner circle and there is much strength and security at the inner core of the of the flock or the herd and that's the same thing in ionization the more the further away the valency is from the nucleus less attraction and so it is easier to ionize. So the valence electrons are shielded by the repulsion of electrons in the filled inner shells. And so this causes ease of ionization to increase as you move down the group in the same breadth as the atomic radii increases. Because as the atomic radii increases, the attractive pull of the positive nucleus on the valence electrons decreases. And the more easily now, the atoms will be able to lose their valence electrons to form cations. Amazing. And students, let me tell you, it is much better to have an understanding of these concepts than to just memorize them. Because you will have to use your knowledge to explain so it's always better to have an understanding of the of the process or the relation and see how one depends on the other. Okay, let's look at another trend in group two. We say that group two elements have relatively high melting and boiling points, right? And this is reflected by their high giant metallic structures. Now, there is a general increase in the density from calcium to barium. And then now, the electronegativity values are generally low and show a slight decrease down the group. Now, there is also a trend that exists in their reactivity. So what we notice is that they react with air, water, and hydrochloric acid, as was stated. If we compare, say, three of these elements in group two, magnesium, calcium, and barium, we notice that magnesium reacts with air, but only if heated. Calcium reacts if heated in air, and barium reacts rapidly at room temperature. Now, you'd recall that we say that the reaction increases as you go down the group. So you remember that in the group, magnesium comes first, followed by calcium, and then followed by barium. In terms of the reaction with water, we see a slow reaction when it comes on to magnesium, and hydrogen is evolved, and a insoluble magnesium hydroxide is formed. While with calcium, the reaction is brisk, hydrogen is evolved, and soluble calcium hydroxide is formed. With barium now, the reaction speeds up. It's now rapid and hydrogen evolves and soluble barium hydroxide is formed. With dilute hydrochloric acid, magnesium, when it reacts with dilute hydrochloric acid, you see um, rapid reaction and hydrogen is evolving. And students, what we do when, when you have these reactions, you know that a gas is being given off because you see the effervescence and the effervescence is what we look at when we talk about whether it's rapid very rapid or slow then now when it reacts with calcium 
you have a very rapid reaction. Hydrogen evolved and the salt is formed. With barium, you have a very violent reaction. So it just keep increasing. Hydrogen is evolved and salt is formed. So that is another way in which we look at the trends in the group two elements. All right, so we're going to look now at the trends for the group seven elements. Now the group seven elements are called halogens. Now elements in group seven exist as diatomic molecules. And by this we mean that they exist in two. So we have fluorine, whose chemical formula is F2, chlorine, whose chemical formula is Cl2, bromine, whose chemical formula is 2, and iodine, whose chemical formula is I2. Now, they all have similar chemical properties because their atoms all have a valency of 7 electrons. And so in order to become to gain their octate, they gain an electron. And when they gain an electron, they form an anion and they are now negatively charged. So when they gain this electron, we say they ionize, right? And they become negatively charged. Now, fluorine is a gas. Chlorine is a gas. Bromine is a dark red liquid and iodine is a gray solid. Now, as you go down group seven, the physical state of these elements changes from gas to liquid and to solid. And this is because they have a van der Waal force between them that keeps the molecules together. So, but And as you go down the group, the strength of these forces increases and the molecules then come closer together. And this is why the physical state changes from gas to liquid. What are some other trends that exist in group seven? We say that the atomic radius increases down the group. And this is because of the number of occupied electron shells. We say that the ease of ionization increases moving up the group. And this is synonymous as the atomic radii decreases. So the attractive pull of the positive nucleus on the electron to begin increases. And so the more easily the atoms gain these electrons now to form an anion. Beautiful opposite, isn't it? And then now the reactivity increases moving up the group due to the increase of the ionization energy. So the ease of ionization is increasing up and the reactivity is increasing up. Also, the strength of the oxidizing power of these elements are increasing as you go up. And an element in this group is displaced from its compound by an element above it in the group. Very interesting. You just need to take your time. And one of the things I find out, students, is that if you write these things down, it makes it much easier for you to 
for it to stick in your head. So we say that the atomic radius increases in group 7 because the number of shells occupied by the electron increases. We say the electronegativity decreases because the atom gets larger and the ability to attract electrons decreases. The melting and boiling points increase as the size of the halogen molecule increases, the strength of the intermolecular forces also increase. And the physical state changes from gas to liquid to solid because the intermolecular force that exists between them in their diatomic state increases and so they are pulled closer together. Now you remember we said that a period is the horizontal row that goes across the table. So what are the elements that exist in period three? Sodium, magnesium, aluminum, silicon, sulfur, chlorine, and argon. So sodium is a metal, magnesium is a metal, aluminum is a metal, silicon, non-metal, phosphorus, non-metal, sulfur, yellow solid, chlorine, a green-yellow gas, and argon, which is a, an inert gas. Wow, do you see what is going on as you go across period three? What is it that you notice as you go across period three? Very good. The metallic nature is doing what? Decreasing. So as you go across, you're going from metals to non-metals. Beautiful. Can anybody identify any other trend that's happening in this period? Very interesting. So we say that the metallic nature of the element decreases and the non-metallic nature increases. Very good. So the ease of ionization and reactivity, what would you say are the trends where this is concerned? It decreases, very good. Because we know already that metals easily ionize. So we realize that the reactivity of the elements in the period decreases as you move along the period and the ease of ionization and reactivity of the non-metals phosphorus sulfate sulfur and chlorine increases moving along the period and we know that silicon doesn't usually ionize and when it bonds it does so by sharing electrons with other non-metals in terms of atomic radius we will say that the atomic radius decreases moving from left to right due to the increase in the number of positive protons. And the ease of ionization now, it increases from left to right because the atomic radii increases and the number of positive protons decreases. So they are more easy. So in this case, the more easily the atom loses electrons to form positive cations, we say their reactivity increases. And silicon, as we say, do not ionize. So when we part that part, we go over to the other side and we say that the ionization energy increases now from left to right as the atomic radii decrease for phosphorus, sulfur, and chlorine. 
and the number of positive protons increases, they more easily gain electrons to form anions. And in terms of reactivity now, we would say for sodium, magnesium, and aluminum, we say the reactivity increases moving from right to left due to the increase in the ease of ionization. So sodium is more reactive than magnesium, which is more reactive than aluminum. And for phosphorus, sulfur, and chlorine, we will say that the reactivity increases from left to right due to the increase in the ease of ionization. And you will recall that argon does not ionize. It is unreactive because its outer shell is filled. So, students, I want you to take the time and write down these strengths and visualize it. Draw your shells, write out your electronic configuration, look at the properties that are in your textbook and visualize it so that it makes sense to you and you don't have to panic if you forget it because you know the reasoning and so you can reason from cause to effect. All right, let's do a little bit of exercise before we close out today's lesson. Okay, so tell me students, what is the collective name for all the elements in group two? If you said alkaline earth metal, you are correct. Now, does the reactivity of the elements in group two increase or decrease down a group? Tell me, does the reactivity of the elements in group two increase or decrease down a group? Very good. They increase as you go down the group because we said that the number of shell increases, which pulls them further away from the nucleus. And as a result of that, they easily ionize. Very good. Next question. The smaller or larger the atomic radius of a metal atom, the more reactive the metal atom. The smaller or larger the atomic radius of a metal atom, the more reactive the metal atom. So if you say the larger the atomic radius of a metal atom, the more reactive the metal atom, you are correct. Very good. You'll recall we said that going down a group, the atomic radius does what? Increases. And the ease of ionization increases. And so therefore, their reactivity also increases. Very good. Very good. Now let's take another question for a trend now in group seven. For a non-metal, Ease of ionization indicates how easily a non-metal atom gains or loses an electron. For a non-metal, ease of ionization indicates how easily a non-metal atom gains or loses an electron. If you say loses an electron, you are correct. Non-metal loses an electron to become negatively charged and we call this and anion. Very good. Very good. Now let's take a question now for period three. Fill in the blank space. 
the atomic radii of elements blank from left to right across period three. The atomic radii of elements blank from left to right across period three. What is the trend for the atomic radii for the elements in period three? What is the trend there? We say that the atomic radii, it decreases moving from left to right. So we say the atomic radii decreases moving from left to right. Beautiful. Today we look at periodicity, the trends and patterns that are seen in, in groups two and seven and period three. And for your assignment, I want you to tell me how does the metallic nature of elements change moving from left to right across period three? And how does the state of the elements in group seven at room temperature change moving down the group? Thank you so much for coming to class today. All the best until we meet again. Remember, science is everywhere and science is for everyone. Thank you.